like, well, I kind of wanted to play like Mario. But it came with this game. It was yellow because it came with the console, and it was Donkey Kong. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, so we're playing, me and my sister, on Christmas Day. It is hard, okay? I don't know if you guys know how hard Donkey Kong is, but I was so frustrated and those dang bananas and everything, and I'm just like, I cannot play this game. It's insane. So video games can be really frustrating. They can make us angry. They can make us upset, especially when things like this happen. Really? Really? I'm out of lives? Really? I, I need that to get to the next level, right? It's like a big deal that I don't have that. And so it's literally just like, okay, come on. And so you literally get frustrated. And okay, Nintendo, when my first Nintendo, um, instead of the game controller, there's this thing called, um, like it's like an orange gun, and you play this game called Duck Hunt on it. And it is awesome. Duck Hunt is the best game. You take this orange gun, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to get all these birds, and like sometimes you hit two, sometimes you hit 50, and it's awesome, except the worst part about it is that this always happens no matter how many birds you hit. I hate that dog! I don't know about you, but he comes up every single time. I'm like, okay, if I hit two birds, I get that I deserve to be laughed at, like that's valid, but if I hit 50, that's like pretty good, come on. Like, and that dog still comes up. It's so frustrating. I mean, have any of you guys ever played video games, gotten so angry, like thrown your controller maybe? Or like you broke it? Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah, so it's just like we get, we get really emotionally involved in video games. It's insane. We want a do-over. And in Nintendo and in video games all across the board, there's this button, you guys, there's this button called the reset button. And it's literally what we're going to talk about today. It's almost just like this glorified button because if something ever goes wrong in video games, we just hit reset like it never happened, right? Like it's kind of cool. Like it's pretty cool. So in your breakout groups today, you talked about um, what, what is a reset? What does that look like? What, what do you use it for? Um, and that whole deal. And, and, and so what are some of the definitions that you guys came up with? A new year? Like it's new? Yeah. Mess up and you start over again? Yeah, what about you? Right? So you're like, okay, I'm just going to restart it because I already beat the game. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so reset is basically um, a, a, a do-over or a fresh start. Um, and basically, in gaming terms, we get one. Um, and, the, and the whole bummer thing about it is that it wipes away all of our progress, doesn't it? So we're on, like, level 7 and we didn't have that thing to get to level eight, or we messed up and we have like no lives left, and we're just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I just want to get to level eight because I got there last time. And so we press the reset button, but then we're back at level one, right? We have to do it all over again. It takes like an hour or whatever to get back to level seven, which is insane. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. And so um, what the good thing about reset is, is that um, God has a reset that he wants to give um, to us. 
which is, has to do with our lives. And, and with God's reset, we don't have to reset. We don't have to um, lose any of the progress that we've already had. We get to continue on from where we've been. And so basically, a reset from God is this. It is embracing rest. And that's what a reset from God is. And, and I don't know about you, but has any of you ever been, like, worried about something? Maybe it's like a test that's coming up. Or you're like, oh, my gosh, I really want to beat this tournament that I'm in this weekend. And I'm, like, really nervous about that. Or I'm, like, afraid that my friend is going to do something to me or this person is going to do something to me at school or something like that. Like, we've all felt these things. We felt, like, anxious or worried or afraid or stressed out. Like, maybe you have so much going on in your weeks that you're just like, I am so stressed out. I have no time. I don't have time that I do, do things that I want to do. If I do things I want to do, I'm tired. Like, it's the worst, right? Um, but God wants to give us a reset. He wants to give us this thing called rest. And rest is actually really awesome because um, we... God, like, created rest. Did you guys know that God created rest? It's pretty cool. So if you have a Bible, I want you to open up to page 2 because it's, like, very in the beginning when God created it. Um, so we're going to open up to page 2, and we're going to look at Genesis 1, 3. Oh, sorry, 131 through 2, 3. And it says this. It says, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing, so on the seventh day he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So this is kind of cool. Like, God created this idea of rest. Do you, like, I've never even, like, I didn't think about that. But basically, God creates the world for six days, okay? And he's working. He's doing all this stuff. And then on that seventh day, he decides to stop and just to rest and enjoy everything that he created. And he's able to kind of set this idea for rest that he wanted to give to us, which is awesome. Um, and there is actually um, a really cool thing um, called Sabbath that we find out in the Bible. And what Sabbath is, it is, it, it is rest, um, but it's all a term for rest. And what it means is that it's a period of rest. So it's like resting for a day or resting for a year or resting for two years. And so what is going on is, is God is creating rest. And there's this book in the Bible, you guys, called the book of Leviticus, Okay. This book is usually um, known by a lot of people as very boring. Like, you read it, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't even know what it's talking about. It's talking about these, like, days of I don't even know what and, like, crops and fields and whatever. Um, but the book of Leviticus was actually really cool because what it was, was it was God's, like, um, like roadmap or blueprint to say, hey, this is how you guys can have a relationship with me. And so that's what he did with the people called the Israelites, who are the chosen people, and he gave this book and said, hey, you know what? You want to have the best relationship with me? I'm going to show you how. Here is how you do it. And so basically, um, even in that book of rest, of laws, there's, there's, there's laws on this rest, on this Sabbath. And so what's going to happen is um, 
I'm going to explain it to you because literally the passage is super confusing. It talks about crops. It talks about, um, about just everything. So basically, this was the plan that God created for rest that he laid out for the Israelites that he also wants us to have. And so basically, it's this idea of um, what we talked about in creation, the six days of work. And then we work six days, and then we get one day of rest, which is the Sabbath day, which is that seventh day. So usually people work um, Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday you have off, right? But then you have, like, chores, and you have all this stuff that you have to do. So it's, like, basically it's saying get all of your stuff done in six days so that you have one full day where you don't have to do anything, where you can just rest, and you can enjoy what God has given you and what God has created you to do, and it's just awesome. And then um, he, he established this six years of work. So God is saying, like, okay, here's the deal, Israelites. You're going to work for six years, but then I'm going to give you a whole year of rest. And that was known as the Sabbath year. And then um, there's this thing called the 49th year, which is literally like six years of work plus one year of rest, which is that seven years times seven, okay, which is 49. So that 49th year is a Sabbath year, like the seventh year, um, but it's just seven times after that first one. And then comes the 50th year. And so basically, the 49th year plus one year is the 50th year. And so basically, it's this year called Jubilee, which is an extra year of rest. So basically, God's saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you guys two years of rest, which is crazy, right? So can you imagine kind of like, okay, what if you didn't, like, do sports for two years? Or, like, what if you didn't, like, do homework for two years? Or what if you didn't do chores for two years? Like, we'd probably get Fs. We'd probably, like, not be so good in our sports maybe. Or, or like, our rooms would be super messy, right? So it's, like, kind of crazy. Like, what, what does that even look like? Um, so basically, what the whole background of these Israelites were was is that God chose these people um, and they were enslaved in this country called Egypt. And so for a very long time, all they did was work, 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 work. They didn't take any rest. And so God was like, I'm going to bring you, once he brought them out of slavery through Egypt um, into the wilderness, he said, guess what? I have this thing that I created for you called rest. And this is what it looks like. And this is what I want you to do. Um, and the Israelites actually struggled with that. They didn't know how to rest. They didn't know how because they were always working. So what does it look like to work? I mean, to rest. What does that look like? Because, you know what? God knows that we need rest in order to reset. We need rest to reset. So if we're going to refocus and we're going to refocus on God and, like, what he's, like, be able to enjoy the things that he's given us and, like, be able to pray and spend time with him. Like, we've got to rest. Like, if we keep going, like, we're tired, aren't we? And sometimes I think we know we need rest. Like, there's times where we're just like, oh, my gosh, I've been working and working and working. I've been doing so much homework. It's, like, ridiculous. It's so insane. I don't even know. But, and then you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't even remember what I studied because, I don't even know. Like, I just studied so much. I don't even know. And then, like, we, maybe we do, don't do as good on the test as we wanted to or something like that, which is insane. And so we're just like, man, I just really need to, like, figure out how to do this better next time. So we're forced to that place of rest. Or we're, like, playing so much sports, and we're practicing and practicing and practicing until we break our leg. And it's like, well, now I have to rest because I can't play now, which is kind of insane. So there's this forced rest. But then sometimes we don't even want to reset. And... Um, and we're like, oh, man, like, 
I need to like actually figure it out now. And we get burnout when we keep working and we keep doing this stuff. Um, and for me, you guys, like I literally work six days a week at this church in JHM because you guys rock and I love it. Um, so I work six days a week. <laughs> I work six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday, or yeah, Tuesday through Sunday. Monday is my only day off. So literally, I have to grocery shop. I have to do my laundry. I got to do everything that I need to get done in those six days in order to have Monday completely off so I don't have to grocery shop or do anything. And um, when I don't do that, when I, there's like something fun that comes up or like, hey, let's go paddleboarding or hey, let's go surfing or like whatever. And I'm like, sweet, yeah. And, and I like choose to do that instead of get the things done that I need to get done. Sometimes like, on Monday, I have to do my laundry. On Monday, I have to go grocery shopping. On Monday, I have to do these things. And then I'm like, by Wednesday, I am so tired because I didn't rest. And so that's like a real struggle for me. Um, and I'm trying to actually take some time for rest. And it's actually a really big struggle for the people of Israel. Um, because they worked, 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 they didn't know how to rest. And so basically, um, in Ezekiel 20, chapter 20, it talks about, what happened with the Israelites. So we're going to read it. It says this. It says, Also, I gave them my Sabbath as a sign between us, so they would know that I, the Lord, made them holy. Yet the people of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They did not follow my decrees, but rejected my laws, by which the person who obeys them will live. And they utterly desecrated my Sabbath. For their hearts were devoted to their idols, yet I looked on them with pity and did not destroy them or put an end to them in the wilderness. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Keep my Sabbaths holy, that they may be a sign between us. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. So basically, what was going on, you guys, is that the Israelites didn't know how to rest. They were just like, oh my gosh, what if we don't harvest our crops for a year? Like, how are we going to live? How are we going to survive? How are we going to do this like that they didn't know and so basically what was happening was they they chose to not rest and God gets to the bottom line in this passage that their hearts were devoted to idols and so what is an idol what does that mean like what does that look like and idols are seriously like anything we put before God um, it can be sin or it can be something else that just takes our focus off God like it could be sports it could be video games it could be just hanging out with friends like a lot of times like that that's it for me and so um what are the what are what are some of those things and basically what was happening um when they were going when they were having these idols is that they weren't really trusting God they weren't like you know what God like I trust that you're going to provide for me in this time you I trust that you're going to pull through that you're going to provide the food that I need and everything that I need during my rest time with you um and rest was actually meant to be a gift from God. It wasn't supposed to be this rigid law, like it's important to God, but it wasn't something that God was just like, oh, if, if you don't rest, like this is a bad thing and like all this stuff. Um, he actually says in Matthew, or sorry, Mark 2, verse 27, it says this. It says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So basically, Jesus is talking during this time, and he's basically saying, you know what, like, Sabbath is meant to be a gift for you. Like, God created Sabbath for you. You weren't created for the Sabbath, um, which is awesome, because that means that there's freedom and that we can take rest when we need it. And we can take rest, and it's a gift for us, which is awesome. And rest and reset is really about trust. Um, do we trust God? Like, do we trust that 
he's going to take care of everything we need. Like, are we willing to let him take care of things that we worry about, like grades in school or sports tournaments or our family situations that we're going through, our friend situations? Are we trusting that God's going to take care of those things when we don't know what's going to happen? Um, instead of worry, instead of fear, instead of all these things that, that makes, us feel, makes us feel, are we going to trust that God is going to provide, that he's going to have answers to that? Um, when I was in high school, I was on the track team, which was pretty great. Um, I Basically, it was really, really hard because we had three-hour practices-ish for five days a week, five days a week. So Monday through Friday, we'd practice for five days. And it was, like, insane. So I'd literally get home at 6 p.m., and then I'd start studying. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm tired. Then I'd get up the next day and do it all over again. Um, but what I did during high school was, like, I – it was like, I need to go to church. Like, this is something that I cannot miss because I know that if I don't go here, I won't be able to rest. And so we had services like we have here on Sunday mornings and on Wednesday nights. And so it was just really cool because I would just take that time to go and to reset and to rest and to really focus on God. And like, okay, God, like you provided all of these things for me and it's good. And it, sometimes it takes that time, like when we rest, to really realize that the things that God's put in our life is actually good. Um, and it's awesome. But what I realize is that, like, reset also comes at a cost. So basically, my going to church on Wednesday night was, like, literally cutting into my study time. And sometimes, like, it, like I had to, like, was worried about, like, my test that I was taking the next day or something like that or my project. But I literally was like, I cannot go without resting because I know if I don't, then I'm going to go crazy. And so I cut that study time. And God provided. He really did. A lot of the time, I didn't fail out of high school. Like, I made it through. I went to college. I went to grad school. Like, it was awesome. And, but here's the deal, you guys. Like, we have to be able to be willing to give up something in order to get rest from God. And so we're resetting from something to something else. So it's like, have you guys ever played that game called Bigger and Better? Like where you go and you have like a paper clip and you go to someone's house and you're like, hey, do you have anything bigger or better than this? And then they give you a nickel and then you go to the next house and you trade it in for something bigger and better. And by the time like you're done with all the houses, you end up with a snowboard from a paper clip, which is awesome, right? So it's like you're trading in something for something better. And so this is kind of what God's saying. Like, if you want to embrace my rest, if you want to get out of the worry that you feel, if you want to get out of the stress, if you want to get out of the, the, the fear and the things that are hurting you and things like that, and you want rest from those things, like, give that to me and let me give you something better. Let me give you trust instead of worry. Let me give you peace instead of anxiety. Let me give you confidence in my provision instead of fear. And so... Reset is really, you guys, a choice to let go. And we can choose it or we can choose to not do it. Um, and in Matthew 11, 28, this is what Jesus says to us. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like, Jesus says that to us. That is awesome. 
And what that means, you guys, is to find rest is that we can go to Jesus. We can go to Jesus with all the things that we're worried about, with all the things that we're scared about, with all the things that we're struggling with or overwhelmed with or stressed by. We can go to Jesus and say, hey, you know what? Here, Jesus, I'm going to give it to you because I know that you're going to give me that rest that I need. He says that he can come, we can come to us. We can, we can come to him. And that's awesome. Um, so my question today is, what do you need to let go of? Like, what in your life, maybe, do you need to reset? Um, I think sometimes we kind of think we're, like, going through life super fast, and we're just like, oh, my gosh, like, actually, I don't even know. Like, and that's okay. And so I want to give you a couple of minutes right now just to think about what might those things be? What might be something that you're needing to let go of in order to experience God's peace, in order to experience God's rest so that you're actually enjoying the life that he gave you? Like, what, is, what are some things like that? that you need to let go of. Um, your leaders are going to actually pass out some papers, um, and everyone's going to get one, and basically you're going to write, like, one or two or three things maybe that you've been thinking about just on that paper. I just want you guys to write it down. Um, and basically, um, for me, I literally would write down worry, and I would write down fear, um, because sometimes I worry about my job, like, that I won't have a job sometimes. Like, it's been a real struggle for me. Sometimes I worry um, just about things that are going on at home. Sometimes I worry about my friends. Sometimes I worry if people like me, which is really sad. Um, so I would write down those things. And I get scared about certain things, too. Like, oh, my gosh, what if I don't have enough money to live next month? Like, what if I don't, I'm not provided for? And so I would write down those things. So think about what are the things you can write down and write them down that make you worried or fear or stressed or overwhelmed. And write those down. What do you need to let go of? And then after you guys write that down, um, there's a verse that's going to come on the screen from that Matthew 11 verse. And I really just want you to write that down underneath what you wrote on your paper and it says this it says come to me it's gonna pop up on the screen real quick it says come to me and I will give you rest and Jesus says that Come to me and I will give you rest. So just write that, that thing that Jesus said underneath what you wrote. And Because I, I want you to take these papers home as a reminder of what you wrote down. And I want you to put it on your nightstand or your bedroom mirror or your bathroom mirror. Like wherever you're going to see it every day. Because sometimes like we struggle with certain things for a long time. And the things that stress us out keep stressing us out. And the things that make us worry or afraid keep making us worried or afraid. And so I don't want you guys to forget that you are continuing to let it go. And Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. Remind, remind yourself that Jesus is wanting to give you rest. I'm just going to pray for you guys. Lord, thank you so much for um, every single student in this room, every single heart. God, I just ask that you would just open them. Um, Lord, that you would just allow them to experience the rest that you have for them. Um, Lord, I just thank you so much that it is a gift and that, we get to rest, and when we rest, we get to find you, and we get to seek you, and we get to know you better. 
um, and be able to appreciate our lives and the life that you gave us, Lord, and that we get to enjoy it um, and just spend time with you and focus on you, Lord. I thank you so much for each student in this room. I just ask God that you would bless him. In your name we pray. Amen.